Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. God is wonderful and he's done amazing things for some of our brothers and sisters and they are here this morning to testify of God's goodness. Amen. This morning we have two amazing testimonies from very beautiful people. I'm going to read the first one out. The first one is by Chris Bafour Ewa. ESQ. <laughs> Chris, please. Yeah. The whole church is waiting for you to come and testify. Please collect your microphone. And it's a testimony. Please introduce yourself to the church. Hello. Please take off your nose, Matt. Some people may not. Please introduce yourself to the church. Hello, church. I'm Chris Bafoiwa. Wow. Uh, <laughs> a husband of one wife. And your testimony is about. <laughs> My testimony is about how God gave me a gift of healing. Wow. Oh, church, I thought you put your hands together. Please tell us how it happened. For the past three weeks, I've been in and out of the hospital for a while. And funny enough, it always happens on a Friday. So, Fridays. We can't hear you. <laughs> when? <laughs> anytime it gets to Friday, I just know that something is wrong somewhere because I'll just break down. I don't know what is happening. So, I had to go to the hospital. So, the first hospital I went, they said that it's food poisoning. So, I was wondering what food I've taken because I was wondering. I was wondering what I was thinking that has caused my immune system to break down like that, so I couldn't do anything. So they ran a series of tests, so I thought I was okay after the medications. The second week, we got to another Friday. Then from nowhere, it happened again. So when it comes like that, I threw up throughout, and I couldn't do anything. So uh, we are, I think that Friday, we were having a convention. So that was the last day for the convention. So around 12, I sent, I called um, Pastor George and he wasn't picking up, so I knew. Just <laughs> <Jesse>, man. <laughs> so I called 
David Alfonso around 12. And I told him that, Charlie, I can't do anything. So around 12 a.m., he came over. And funny enough, I locked the doors too. So, <laughs> so I asked for how he's going to get inside there to even come and help me go to the hospital was a problem. So I had to crawl to get to the door. So when I opened the door, quickly he rushed me to the hospital. So when I got there, they just put me on some antibiotics and other stuff. Thinking that again, I'm okay, because this time it's a different hospital. So I, Monday, so they discharged me the Saturday the following day. So I came home, I was, I was okay, I was able to move around. Then it got to another Friday. <laughs> another Friday. I just, I just May knew. your Fridays be good Fridays in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just knew something was up because it still didn't make sense. So Friday came, started feeling again. So Saturday, I forced myself because I had to immediate for a medicine at Central University. So I went to, the, after everything, they printed out the questions, everything. After they finished the medicine, I couldn't move. I couldn't move my leg. I was, I was actually fumbling around, so I just decided to sit down for one. I sent, um, I called Pastor Danny. Did he pick up? Yes, he picked up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Pastor Danny came to pick me from Central, because I didn't drive when I went there. So I threw up from Central to the house. Then I couldn't breathe again. From nowhere, I couldn't breathe. So I sent, I called mommy, mostly. I just pick up phone. I just called my mother, mommy. This Friday is another issue altogether. Then she just prayed for me and said, I should get two pastors and organize a communion and oil. So we organized the communion, we organized the oil. Then mommy prayed a prayer. Church, all that took was a prayer. Prayer. And you missed a good point to put your hands together. And glorify God. I, I don't know where the fever went. I don't know how the breath came back to normal. I didn't take any medication, nothing. It was just a prayer. And after that prayer, I took the communion. Mommy told Pastor Donny to put the oil on my head. And that was it. That was it, church. I think you should put your hands together and glorify. The, oh, it's a good place to stand to glorify the healing Jesus. God has healed our brother for three weeks. For three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three Fridays consecutively, feeling weak, and the last one came with breathlessness. I don't. I don't think some of you have experienced breathlessness before and being unable to move. Otherwise, you actually really glorify God that through our mother, E.S. Joy Felipe Booth, healing has come to our brother. Amen. Amen. So, to the glory of God, I will say, there was another Friday, but I didn't see anything. Oh, why don't you appreciate God? Why don't you glorify the healing Jesus? Hey, I bet Nego, I bet you are not clapping. Hey, church, I want you to help me thank God first of all that He has given me the grace to be with you today. 
Because at some point in time, I just knew that this one. Is, oh, God forbid. Oh, how? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one day I can't make it. But, but for the prayer of our pastor, for the prayer of our oh, mother. Oh, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Of our bishop, Bishop Dagwood Mills. Because I kept soaking the prayer over and over and over. And by God's grace, I am well. Well. And I'm thanking God for everything. And so as a church, I want us to know that we are in the right place. And indeed, it's at the right time. Amen. To the glory of God. Amen. 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 Lawyers like talking, so forgive me. Amen. So you had such a powerful testimony and you didn't want to come and testify yourself. Oh, mercy for you. Mercy for you. <laughs> Church, we have another testimony. Say another testimony. Church, help me welcome Auntie Baba to bring us her testimony. Oh, I thought you could do better. I appreciate her. Amen. Auntie Hello. Baba, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Mabel Enyumaze from the Coral Stars. Please take the introduction again. Take it again. Tell us like who your husband Please. is. All that. <laughs> Please, my name is Mabel Inimate, and I'm married to Reverend yeah. Isaac Inimate. Okay. Please, what's your testimony about? My testimony is about how the preaching of mommy last week helped me restore my relationship with my dad. Wow. Oh, I think you missed a good place, a very good place to put your hands together. Amen. So, somewhere last year, there was a, mis a misunderstanding between myself and my dad. And I, I didn't take it light, lightly at all. So afterwards, my uncles and my husband, they came in. They talked. I said, I will not do anything about it. <laughs> so I left it like that. And then it was like that. I never spoke to him almost a year. That was, um, yes, almost a year. So it was getting to Father's Day. And I am the first child of my family. Mercy. And I have four brothers. So it means I'm the one who goes to the house and pulls the brothers along. So because the relationship became some way, somehow, somehow, I didn't tell my brothers anything, but they also, the relationship between them and my father became some way. And I saw it and I said, I'll not do anything about it. It should just be like that. <laughs> so I think one of the days, that was last, earlier this year, I decided to go. So I told my husband that today they are passed by my father's house. I live at, at Atonsu and my father is at Estreso. And I work in Bekwai. So always I drive just in front of where he lives. I managed to get to the house and I called and he said he's asleep. Then I told my husband, I've done my part too. <laughs> just say, That is it, at least. God knows my heart. That's what I told him. So that I won't say anything. So Saturday, my brothers called me and they said, well, you are the only person in Kumasi. So we want you to order a cake and then we will add some money. So I said, okay. But in my mind, I had my own plans. 
that I will send the money through mobile money and the cake is a Father's Day cake. I'm very sorry, but if it becomes hard, me and my boys will cut and eat. <laughs> Shout and look at her some way. Some of you are worse. You have worse thoughts. Auntie Baba, flow, flow. <laughs> Tell us everything. This testimony I'm sharing, it's, it's a very difficult because I'm the favorite child of my dad. So I, I, you understand. So when we came to church and mommy gave the title of the message, a good response to your father. Then I looked at my husband with one eye. Then I said, hey. Today be today. This message. <laughs> so mommy gave the first point, second point, And I told myself that this message is for me. So there was a particular point that struck me. That mommy said, your reactions to your father will provoke a blessing. Then quickly I began to scan my life from last year to this year. And I realized that though I'm saying it's not anything, within me there is no joy. You know how somebody you like that much and then suddenly the relationship is not there. So mommy said something. He said that um, he gave a particular point that she stressed on it that your, um, your response or your reaction to him must be right. Don't react back. That was what struck me there. And I realized that I had reacted back and badly, and it was something that I could have just let it be and peace reign, but my heart had become somewhere. Everybody thought some. I said, I, I have done my best. I won't go. So when we closed church, I think I told her that day, and then I said, we are going to my dad's house. Then he said, she told me that she has not been there. I said, you are a family member. We are all going. <laughs> so me and Adadi and my boys, when we were going, my whole issue was, how will I enter the house? And what kind of face will face me? Because I don't want to go into it. Uh, things happened. So we went to press the bell as usual. And then he came downstairs. Then when he saw my boys, he said, hey, how are you pull up going? Why have you, you have been there and you don't look for me. Then he looked at me. Then he said, it's been a long time. How are you? Then he asked them to put a seat down. So suddenly I saw in my mind that what you are expecting will not work. You better go down and be yourself. We sat down. He received us nicely. We cut cake. We drank. We did a lot of things. We sat there and even how to tell him that we want to leave was another issue. He was bringing issues and then so at a point in time I told him that the weather is some way so we want to leave. <laughs> so we left and then we got to the house. The next day he sent a message to we are five. So all the five of us he sent us a message, and all my brothers called me. Did you see the message? And when I read the message, in fact, I cried. I realized that I had been some way. I want to say a very big thank you to mommy because... Because I don't know if I have not been in the house to, to hear that message that day. I don't know how my relationship would have been. And I want to say to the church that every message that comes is for you. Don't look at it that it's for your brother who didn't come to the church. It's for you. Check yourself well. The message is for you. Mommy, God bless you so much.
Amen. Church, why don't you appreciate Auntie Baba and give glory to God for such an amazing testimony for the restoration of a father and a daughter. Amen, church. There are some churches, when you go and tell the pastor that you have a problem with your father, the pastor will now be pouring fuel into the fire for you and be worsening matters. But we are in a church where they tell us that the Bible says, Anna, your father and your mother. The Bible doesn't put any adjective before the father. The Bible doesn't say your responsible father. The Bible doesn't say your father who took care of you. The Bible doesn't say your father who is always at peace with you or who is always taking your side. No. The Bible just says, Anna, your father and your mother. It's th that's it. That's it. Oh. Is it? <laughs> I am quite passionate about this because I also had a very bad relationship with my father until I heard a message preached from the pulpit, First Love Center, Bishop Dagi Ward Mills. And then through my beloved at the time, <laughs> Nana Kofi. My relationship with my father was restored. It was very hard and I resisted it a lot. After I heard the message, sir, I resisted it, but he held me. And today, I, I can't explain what a blessing my father has been in my life. Like, if he wasn't there, I, I, I shouldn't be standing here today. My father helped me marry. My father helped me go to school. My father advises me in my marriage like, he's in it with me fully. Like, he's telling me that you will marry and you will stay married. Yeah, that is the blessing of a father. That is a father who can keep. So if you are here and you do not have a, a good relationship with your father, please, as soon as church closes, scheme, go and sort it out because you don't know what you are missing. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church, church? I am very, very excited to be in this place this morning. And I want to tell you that you are the right place at the right time. Tell your neighbor, we are the right place at the right time. Because our lives are about to change. Hallelujah. We are about to receive an injection of the supernatural power of the word. Through an anointed servant God has given to you and me. Hallelujah. I want you to put your hands together because the word of God preached by the servant of the Lord is powerful. Let's welcome our pastor, E.S. Joy. Put your hands together for him. Hallelujah. I want to hear you shout for the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Amen. Hallelujah. I think you should also put your hands together for the Fountain of Life Choir. Yeah. Amen. The song they sang is one of my favorite songs, and they sang it well. When you are singing your pastor, one of his favorite songs, if you don't take care, and it doesn't work, you know, we'll see it. But God bless you. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Amen. Put your hands together. Oh, why are you sitting down? Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. For the Lord our God is 
the Lord our God is omnipotent. The Lord our God, He is wonderful. Hallelujah, salvation and glory, honor and power unto the Lord our God. For the Lord. you take your seat hallelujah never get tired of lifting the Lord up amen oh I said never get tired of lifting the Lord do you know that as you worship and as you praise sometimes an angel is passing and he stops to listen yeah you invoke the presence of God by worship especially if you mean it amen and he has been good to us as a church Hey, Pastor, but my thing hasn't worked. You see, your life is not just about one thing. Sometimes you are before the Lord in prayer over one thing, but some other things are working. Always remember to thank Him for those other things. Amen? 
I said, always remember to what? Thank him for those other things. Hallelujah. Because sometimes you can look at your difficulty so much that that's the only thing you see. You see, if you, if I put my hand here, I can see all of you. I can see my hand, but I can see all of you. But if I bring my hand this way, slowly but surely, I'm not seeing you at all. Yeah. And sometimes we take our problem and we hold the problem here. You cannot see anything. Cannot see anybody. Are you in the house? But you want to remain grateful to God. Are you there? You want to remain what? Grateful to God. If nothing at all, you are alive. If nothing. If nothing at all, you ate yesterday. Or the day before. <laughs> oh, that one. Hey. Are you in the house? There are people in some part of the world right now. Food is an issue. Yeah. But by the grace of God, you are here. Earlier this week, some building in the U U.S. Not in Ghana. U.S. I mean, I'm saying not in Ghana because you expect that some things happen only in our side of the world. But a 12-story flat that human beings live in, one fine day, the middle just came down. Crap. And as it came down, the side came down. Crap. That's it. That's it. That's it. And you that you are staying in a house that was constructed upon the advice of some... You are there. The cement that was mixed, it was a wrong mix, but you are there. Hmm. Hey, the Lord has had mercy on us all. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm trying to say. That in the middle of our mistakes and our things, are some winners, that's the only word for it, some winners. It just has mercy on us. The fact that we are not dead from COVID, it's not out of our smartness. It's just God. But is it not true? Are you not the one you have been removing your mask? Some of you sit in the trusty cry, you don't wear it. Hey. Hallelujah. Well, this is the last Sunday in the month of June. Amen. And I remember telling you that the month of July, in the month of July, we're going to win souls. Yeah. Amen. We're going to win souls. If you are like me some years ago, when you hear it, then you say, oh, minus me. Or when you hear it, you say that, hey, me, I can't do. But I came to encourage you. And this Sunday, I just want to encourage you that you can. By the time I am done with you, or by the time the scriptures are done with you, you understand that you can. Are you with me? You understand that you can. Yeah. All of that, you see, there's a way that will work for you. And a way that will work for somebody else. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. But whatever way it is, you win some souls. Now, in this, it is not, as the, the present service, I've not said anything to them. The reason is that they are students and they can do, move around. They move around every week doing something. But in this service, I have people who the business of life too has caught you. The way your life is. If I say let's go and win souls every Saturday, it won't work. Or it will work. It won't. For most, it won't work. Because the way life is. But no problem. Are you here? Yeah. That's why I'm coming to encourage you that maybe you couldn't do much January, February, March, April, May, June. So July, let's look for some. You know, you can pull yourself together and push for a short period of time. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do in this coming month. Amen. So several things are going to be happening 
um, um, Reverend, um, I almost said Reverend because that's what I call him. Reverend Isaac will talk to us a little more and your heads will talk to you a little more. About, and you fix yourself somewhere and you do the one that works for you. Are you with me? You do the what? The one that works for you. Amen. I know people who go door to door, door to door, door to door. It works for them. You know, for me, door to door, I did it because I have to do. But what used to work for me was fattening with friendship. I don't know, you are making my friend. You are an unbeliever, you are my friend. Then we'll go and we'll sit down one day and we shall eat uh, what? Watch it. We share it together. Another day. So after a while, the friendship is working. The one day I'll ask you, that, are you born again? As we are fellowshipping here, I'll be doing Are you seeing it? For me, it worked. I was very comfortable doing that. Another thing that worked for me was the crusade stage. I really like crusades. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I, I can't explain it. I've done crusades when I don't have anything to do a crusade with. I've done it. But I've, yeah, I don't have anything. But I, so you too. And that's why I'm sharing today's word with you. Because there's something you can do. Hallelujah. Let me take you straight to the book of Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Today I've come to show you that you can do it. Yeah. God is going to surprise you in this month of July, I tell you. Acts 1.8. Hallelujah. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the world. This is a popular scripture that I know you know already. But I want to pick out a few points for you. First of all, he says you shall, you shall receive power. Not when you feel powerful. Then you have, no, no, he didn't say anything about that. He said you shall receive. So if you have received the Holy Spirit, and most of you speak in tongues already, which is just a sign to you that you have him, then you already have the power. Hey, but pastor, I haven't seen that. You see? Hmm. If you look outside that building, there's a cable. It's, it's running quietly. And from that cable, we have all this light. Are you here? It doesn't look as if he's doing anything. But if you like, touch it. Last week, we don't know what happened though. I don't know. He decided to show his power. And it just fried everything. Yeah. It even went underground. The armor cable underground to the is fried. It fried it. <laughs> you are carrying so much power. Only that you have not, you have not used it yet. Uh-huh. You see, sometimes you come here, the place is dark. It's not that the cable doesn't have power. We haven't put it on. But, not switch, but if you put it on, and my sermon today is to just put your switch on. Just put it on. Because the power there is there. It's there. It's there. The power is there. Are you getting me? The scripture, remember, these are the words of Jesus. So the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. So I won't tell you lies. It is true. It says that you shall receive power. So he's there already. You have put off your switch maybe, but it's already there. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and if you have received that power, you shall be witnesses. Not that I feel like being a witness. No, no, you will be. Are you there? You will what? You will be. Tell anybody you go be. It go be. It go be. Amen. That is why the devil's tools are deception. 
tries to tell you that you are not all that. But let me take you to another scripture that you probably know. And I want to show you something between the two scriptures. Take us to Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with what? And take us back. Acts 1 8. Acts 1 8. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. Acts 10 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. The same power, the same Holy Ghost with which Jesus was anointed on the earth. That's the same one that's working in you. Because remember, the Bible says that Jesus, he put off everything when he left heaven. And he came here to walk like us. So he went through what we go through. And God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he was the one who told us, so me too, as I'm leaving, wait, receive Holy Ghost and receive power. What did Jesus do with it? He also went about <laughs> doing what? Ah, turn to your neighbor and say, look, I don't know what good you have done the whole of the year, but you're about to do some good. <laughs> doing good. Yeah. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil. That's the power that you have. Only you have been sitting on it. Hey. Yeah. You have been sitting on it. If you used it, it will be used. Hmm. You went around. You saw that your friend was not well. Did you lay hands? Did you pray? You said, oh, and when Shepi comes. But you have the power. It's with you. What are you waiting for? If you had laid your hand on your friend, a switch would have come on. Amen. Amen. This morning, as Barrister was sharing his testimony, I'm now hearing the testimony. When I was praying for him, I didn't feel powerful. That's what I'm trying to share with you. It's not because you feel powerful. I was obeying scripture. So as I was praying, I was about to pray for him. Instruction. Just, you see, it's like an idea into your mind. Ah, they should get you a communion and get royal and put it. Not because you feel powerful. And many of us are waiting to feel powerful. The cable is passing with the power. It doesn't have to feel powerful. It is powerful. You don't have to feel powerful. You are powerful. Hallelujah. Pastor, you don't know my sins. I don't need to know your sins. Because I'm not preaching your sins. I prefer the word of God to your sins. Uh, please ask your neighbor, have, were you without sin for the whole of this week? If you were, the whole of this week you have not sinned, please stand up and let me. Have you seen that people cannot even look at their neighbor? Yeah. So it is not according to your sinlessness. It's according to him. That's why the Bible says that he gave him, he caused him who knew no sin, caused him to be sin for us, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. So there's a way in which your sinfulness is of no consequence because it is not by that. Hallelujah. But let us continue. Now, I want to show you, today my preaching is very short, but you have to just, just sit well and collect what is yours. Amen? Take us to Acts chapter 8. I want to show you a certain man. In Acts chapter 8. 
Now, here in Acts chapter 8, Saul had been persecuting the church which was in Jerusalem and the people were, were scattered. Okay, let me just read the scripture. And Saul was consenting unto his death. This is the death of Stephen. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. What had happened was that God had told them, leave Jerusalem and go, leave Jerusalem, and they never went. So the Lord allowed a scattering to happen. Sometimes the things that scatter you in life, God allowed them because our kasakas, you say, you haven't heard. Hey, verse (laughs) 2. Devout men carried Stephen, verse 3. As for Saul, he made havoc of the churches, entering into every house and hauling men and women, committed them to prison. Verse 4. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Do you see what had happened? They were sitting in one place. When the scattering came, where they went, they now preached. Are you okay? Are you with me so far? Let's go to verse 5. Then Philip, Philip was one of the apostles. He went down to the city of Samaria. By the way, for me, this scripture is very, it is one of my favorite scriptures. This is what my father named me after. That's why my name is Philippe, Joy Philippe. This is from after Philip. Don't clap. We are learning about Philip. The Bible says that Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. So he had been sitting in Jerusalem, but now that they had been scattered, he went to preach Christ. Let's see what happened when he preached. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. One of the first signs of the presence of God is that as you are speaking, the people believe. Yeah, that's one of the signs. Are you there? And they believed, it says, unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. This coming month of July, as you begin to share the gospel with people, you'll be surprised at the healings that will come forth just because you prayed. Yeah. Your friend will come and say, you just say, oh, let us pray, and healing will come. Yeah, healing will come. That was Philip's experience. Let's continue, verse 7. For unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many that were possessed. As you are sitting there, there are possessed people around, but you haven't prayed, so you don't know. When they manifest, don't bring them to me. Cast out. It's not, it's not in my name. I also have my share. You to do your share. We cast out in the name of Jesus. Hey. But me, I don't do such things. I also don't do such things. I haven't done Sunday. For me too, there was one fine day. It was at the end of a Sunday when suddenly we're praying for a friend who was not well and a demon manifested. Oh yes. The, the demon spoke like a man. There was nowhere to go. We were 23 kilometers away from the capital and we were alone. There was nowhere to go. It's either you plus the demon. You either suck it or it will suck you. It's just it's very simple. <laughs> very, very, very simple. <laughs> The girl is a lady pastor today. Yeah. Are you there? So unclean spirits came out, crying with a loud voice. And many taken with palsies and that were lame were healed. When you choose and you decide to obey the scripture, God will surprise you. eh? This is the power that you are carrying. This is what Jesus was doing. When Philip also moved, this is what happened. Verse 8. And there was great joy in that city. He didn't just affect his corner. He affected the whole city. Hallelujah. Now, but why have I chosen Philip to talk to you about Philip? 
Let's go to Acts chapter 6, verse 1. Let me show you something. In those days, when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose a memory of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Tell your neighbor that that's for quarreling inside their church. It's not today. <laughs> it's not today. <laughs> in other words, there were Hebrews in the church and there were Greeks also in the church. And they were quarreling that the widows of one of them was not being taken good care of. And this matter was brought to the heads of the church. Verse 2. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and save tables. We cannot stop preaching the word and praying to come and start to serve rice water. Verse 3. Wherefore, brethren, look out among you for seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. What was the business? The business of sharing here is a bar of soap to a Greek widow. Here is a bar of soap to a Hebrew widow. Here is a bowl of rice water. Here is a bowl of rice water. This business. Let's get some spiritual men to do it. Because we are spiritual people. They have to be spiritual. Verse 4. But we will, ourselves, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. So we the leaders decided we're not going to join in the sharing of rice water. Are you with me so far? Are you understanding the story so far? Verse 5. The saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose. Let us look at their choice. Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Ghost. And Philip. This is the same Philip we have just finished discussing in chapter 8. He was an usher in the church. He was the sharer of rice water. And the sharer of some uh, banku and the, what some petri dechi. He was the sharer of TZ and ayoyo soup. He was the sharer of old clothes. Hebrew widow get. Greek widow get. That was his work in Jerusalem. And as far as he knew, that's what God had appointed him to do. Until, until the church was scattered. And when the church was scattered. He found himself walking around Samaria. And that was when he discovered that son, when I was sharing rice, I was a cable carrying power, but I was using it to share rice. I was a cable carrying power, but I was using it to share used clothing. I was a cable carrying power. I didn't know, so I was just using it to tell the children, don't fight, eh? Don't quarrel, eh? But the day he got up and said, let me go down. Now I'm in Samaria. Nobody knows Christ here. Let me tell them about Jesus Christ. Suddenly he discovered that as he was preaching, people were being saved. As he was praying, people were being healed. As he was praying, the sick were getting power again. I'm talking to somebody. You have been sitting in the church. As a rule, you're not really doing anything much. And you don't feel that you are a very powerful person. But I want to say to you that as the month of July is coming, as we have designated it ourselves and saying it is our time to preach, as you go out to preach, suddenly what happened to Philip, it will happen happen to you. I said, what happened to Philip will happen to you. Suddenly you will go and as you are going, evil spirits will be running out of people. As you are speaking, people will get healed. Possessed people will come back again and those who have no hope will gain hope one more time. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. 
and receive it unto yourself. Hallelujah. You don't need to feel powerful to be powerful. I say you don't need to feel powerful to be powerful. All you need is the word of God. That if the word of God says it, I believe it. And so it is. Amen. I said if. I still remember. I was preaching somewhere. I had not even finished preaching. I was still sharing the word. When some people with demons began to manifest. And I thought, I mean, I'm preaching. What do I have to do? I'm with it. I was preaching. I continued preaching. And as I was preaching, bah, exit, bah, exit, bah, exit. Yeah. Are you in the house? But I wouldn't have known. I would, because as I'm walking, I don't feel powerful. I don't feel it. I was on the crusade ground one time. And they brought a young lady in a pragya, straight from the hospital. And they brought her and said, this girl, she's a wasi student. She'll soon be doing exam, but she's so sick. She has been in the hospital and they don't know what is wrong. And she's in pain and she can't eat and she can't drink. And her mother was beside herself. Well, my father prays, oh. So me there, since my father prays at crusade, I also prayed. I prayed. We finished, we closed. They won over. The following night, when we came, and I said, if anyone has a testimony, come. I saw a young lady smiling. Then as I looked, I said, ah, that's her mother. I remember her mother. And that's her brother. And they came up. And the mother said, yesterday night, we brought her straight from the hospital on the Pragya. But we want you to know that she walked back home. The mother said, when they got home, my daughter has not been able to eat for weeks. She said, I want tea, so I made it. She said, when she finished the tea, she said, I want banku, so I gave her the banku. Hey! She said, as we are standing here, we don't know where the stomach pain has gone. As the young lady, have you eaten? She said, mm-hmm. what have you eaten? She gave me her menu from breakfast to supper. She has eaten. It can only be the power of God. It can only be the power of God. But you will not know if you don't first talk to somebody. Just try. I would never have known. I would never have experienced it if I was just there. Same for you. As you go to speak. As you go to talk. As you go to share. Hallelujah. Are you understanding something? I mean, dear, I don't like crusade. I didn't say you should do crusade. If you don't like crusade, do what you like. Ah, oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Do what you want. Like the one that is in your heart that you like. Do it. Wow. But you will never know. Philip did not know while he was sharing rice water that because of him, whole cities will be moved. You too, you don't know what you are able to do until you start. Until you what? Until you start. Until you start. Many years ago, I laid my hands on a young lady and I told her, you'll become a lawyer. I don't normally say those things. She tells me I did it twice. When I met her, after many years, I had gone to a camp 
And I hadn't seen her because she'd finished school and she'd come down south. I hadn't seen her. And I heard the person calling me and I turned. And when I turned, it was that little girl, now a grown up. And then she said, I just wanted you to know that I'm in law school. I wanted you to know that I'm in law school. Yeah! Are you there? But when I was praying, did I feel powerful? Did I feel... No, I was just doing what... I was just being a pastor. It's just being a pastor. And at that time, the home she was coming from is not a home that lawyers come from. You understand what I mean? There's no lawyer in it. I've to that point. Yeah. You see, when you are in a house in which there's a something, it's easier to become that something. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Some of you, the way you are, no. You must drop this gifting to misunderstand. And that's why we always say in church that it starts with you. Because if you are in your house and there's no prof in your family, sometimes, if you just keep there will not be another prof. Yeah, just because you grow to be what you see. Are you there? Until God just breaks through. So I don't care if there's none behind you. You will be it. You will be it. You will be it. Hallelujah. If you are clapping, clap properly. Hallelujah. Philip never knew that because of him, there will be joy in the city. And somebody, you are sitting here today, you are hearing my voice. You don't know what will happen if you decide to go. I'm showing you one last thing. Acts chapter 8. Take us to around verse 45, thereabouts, if I'm right. I want to show you something. 45. Okay, let me see. Okay, go back a step. Go to 26. Let me see what 26 says. Okay. Same Philip. The angel of the Lord spoke unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. Now, you see, what had happened is that Philip was now awake and alive and aware that something, you see, are you here? Aware that God was, I mean, moving in him. And as he was going now, the, the Spirit of God began to speak to him. My prayer is that as we enter into the month of July, you will hear his voice directing you. Amen. You will hear him directing you and saying something to you that go this way. Because he said to him, Arise, go south, past Jerusalem to Gaza, which is desert. I need to tell you that it's not every day that when God is sending you, it makes sense. Remember, they are just run away from Jerusalem because of the persecution of the Christians. Now you say, I should go and pass there. What if they catch me again? That same Jerusalem. But then he said, continue down to a place nobody wants to go, which is a desert. Ask your neighbor, do you want to come to the desert? Do you want to go? You can easily wake up and say, but there's no water there. Who in his right mind goes to a desert? But I thank God that Philip did not react. He said, let's go to the next He arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasures and had come to Jerusalem to worship. He was returning and sitting in his chariot. He read Isaiah the prophet. Now, this is where I have a problem. The spirit said unto Philip, go near 
enjoying thyself to this chariot. I can just see our modern day excuses. Ah, I should go near the chariot. It will run over me. I don't know the man. He's a big man. He will sack me. His bodyguard will not allow me. It's a chariot. How do I stop a chariot? The man does not know me. What kind of disgrace is this? Let's keep watching the cinema. Philip ran. You see, Philip heard the instruction this month of July. When you hear the instruction, just do it. Amen? I said, when what? When you hear the instruction, just do it. Those of you who have been deleting yourselves from outreach, deleting yourself from everything that is being organized, God is giving you another chance. Reassign yourself. Reassign yourself. If you are too busy for outreach, you are too busy. You are too busy. Because just this one month, I will not be saying this a month from now. I won't be saying this a month from now. Amen. It was when Philip tried to comply with what the Holy Spirit said, that's when he discovered that the Lord had already made a way. Many times when you are sitting in your place, you will not see that God has made a way. But when you start to go, then you see that he has made a way. What do I mean by that? It was as he drew near that he realized that the guy was reading from the book Isaiah. And then he asked him, do you understand what you read? What was the man's answer? How can I? Except some man should guide me. And he desired Philip to come and sit with him. Oh, your clapping shows you don't understand. of worrying how am I going to move onto this chariot that is moving I don't know this big man because the man was a big man yeah in the palace of Candace the queen in his own chariot Philip was a, he didn't even have a trusty he was walking I look at his bends that's all he had walking on his own feet and I can assure you that if you are walking in the desert you are sweating and you are smelling I can tell you that one ah when you walk in the sun don't you sweat you are doing your face as if, okay, media, my sweat doesn't smell. It's up to you. Okay, it's all right. It's okay. I didn't say anything. But when he got there, then the man himself, come, 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 come and sit by me. Come, come and sit by me. Come and sit by me. And that was when Philip now had the opportunity to sit down and to talk to him. I am believing God in this coming month that he will lay a path for us that we will walk in the finished purposes of God so that as you rise up to go and look for a soul to go and see something to go and you're just saying let me just do one outreach this month that you walk you will discover that he has reached there before you this month remember number one you already have the power you already have the power the same power that was on Christ, you have it. Number two, until you go, you will not know. And number three, when you go, you will discover that the path is ready for you. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Stand to your feet. This afternoon, I want you to just pray a prayer. Pray a prayer. I want you to talk to the Lord because many of us, our bank is zero. Those of you on the music, go down please. Our bank re is reading zero. How many souls won this year? January, zero. 
February 00, March 00, April 00, zero, zero, zero. May 00, zero, 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 zero. June 00, zero, 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 zero. But in the month of July, you want to pray a prayer, Lord, I will recover all. All the goings have not gone. When I now just move one, I shall recover all. My bank account of souls will be full. Lift up your voice and begin to speak to the Lord this afternoon. Begin to talk to him this afternoon. Begin to say to him that, Lord, I'm going to go out just as Philip went out. And as I go, Lord, may I experience that power. Lead me, O oh God, to that particular person. Maybe the person is in your office. Maybe the person is in your class. Maybe the person is in your area. Maybe the person is your next door neighbor. Maybe the person is just around you. Talk to the Lord right now for a few minutes. And just tell the Lord that, oh Lord, oh God, as I go, as I go, Lord, as I go, may I go in the power. I want to see something. I'm going to trust your word, oh God. And I want to see something. Lift up your voice before the Lord. Lift up your voice before the Lord. Father, thank you for the opportunity coming up, the different opportunities coming in the month of July. Lord, you know each and every one of us here. You know us by name. And you know us according to what we are able to do and what not we are able to do. I pray that for each one of us, you'll give us a place where we can win a soul. Where we can bring others to know you. And as we go, may we experience the power of the Holy Ghost in a dimension that we have never thought we could experience. And Lord, may souls be saved and won into the kingdom because you sent us. I pray for boldness. I pray for boldness. I pray, oh God, for ears that are soft and can hear. I pray, oh God, for spirits that are soft, that are touched, oh God. And that will go when you say go. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord. Thank you. I pray that heaven will rejoice because we went. This I ask in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You are here this afternoon. You've been in church all this time, but you've not given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you are a visitor. You've just come. I want to just invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And as you do, you will experience this power that comes from heaven that we are speaking about. So as every eye is closed and every, and every head is bowed, you're here, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Just lift up your right hand. Just lift it. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. 
Just lift up your right hand. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. Just step out of where you are. Just come to me. I want to pray with you. Just come. Let the pastors help you. Just come. If your hand is up, just come. Just come to me. Don't be shy. I saw hands on this side. I saw hands on that side. Just come. Hands in the middle. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Just come to me here. Just come. Just come. Oh, yes. God bless you. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just, your heart is beating. That's Jesus talking to you and saying, you got to make it right with me. Just come. Just come. He's just telling you something. Just come. Oh, yes. As they sing, just step out and come. Your friend did not die for you. Don't worry about what your friend is saying. Just come. Step out and come. If you're standing in front, I want you to pray this prayer with me. And if you are in the congregation, join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.